I V M. News Kids on the Block. We bring to you stories that top the nation's papers, fresh from the IVM and the Senate National School Desk. Hi, I'm Kavya. I'm Anya, and welcome back to this episode of News Kids on the Block. Not welcome back, but yeah, welcome to this episode. Unfortunately, you will not be hearing a hi on Trivik today because he is not able to join us for today's episode. So it'll just be me and Anya, and um, we don't have a COVID update for you today. So stay safe, stay at home, try to avoid going out right now. Unless it's really needed. With that, we'll move on to the first story of the day: Leonardo DiCaprio. So Leonardo DiCaprio has been a very vocal um, activist when it comes to the environment for the past few years, and his voice and his um, activism was honored when a critically endangered plant in the Ibo forest of Cameroon was named after him. It is the first plant species that was identified of foot in 2022, known as. Uvariopsis DiCaprio, which is an evergreen tree, and I think it's pretty cool. Not everyone will find it cool, but I think it's pretty cool that plant endangered, critically endangered plant is named after Leonardo DiCaprio. And also something what I what from what you just said, what I found really interesting was, um, you said it was like an evergreen tree. So I think that you know that talks about like why they've named it after him and his work and legacy as an actor kind of goes back to evergreen. I think he has a few years more than that, um, as an actor. But it's cool to see the impact that he's made. Our next story for you today is one of like a lot of controversy lately, and it is about the tennis player um, Novak Djokovic. Um, and basically, you might have read about how he sort of um, in the past kind of been anti like vaccine mandates, and he's been waiting on visas. But the controversy has built up because recently uh, he admitted on an Instagram post that there was some ongoing misinformation. He's currently waiting to play the Australian Open, and he like the Australia, the government, and their courts and stuff are trying to they're threatening deporting him because he hasn't taken the vaccine. Um, and so he had his visa, I think, revoked on like sixth. January, and he thought that he would get an exemption for it, but Australia hasn't really given him one yet. Um, but that being said, uh, he took to Instagram a few days ago to say that he was COVID positive, whereas report, um, and he had gone out while he was COVID positive, whereas multiple reports and journalists have said that during that time he was very openly out. And this his statement was on the twelfth of January, um, and he says, "I want to address the continuing misinformation about my activities and attendance at events in December in the lead up to my positive PCR." COVID. COVID test. Um, this is misinformation which needs to be corrected, particularly in the interest of alleviating broader concern in the community about my presence in Australia and to address matters which are very hurtful and concerning to my family. He goes on to talk about like that he has tried to like ensure the safety, and he talks about certain things that he um, like attended, like a basketball game, um, and he explained his feelings. Um, and so on but um it's he also expressed that it was an honor to play the australian open and he just wants to have the opportunity to compete and to do what he does best um but it is a controversy because of him being unvaccinated and he's not the only athlete to face that i think um in the nba Kyrie irving the nets player has also faced similar situations because he hasn't followed a vaccine mandate which leads us to like this broader debate of whether or not vaccines you know should be mandated and with people like especially with like sportsmen and sportswomen um when they're traveling for these larger international tournaments it can be something that affects their career or their eligibility to roll into that 
Um, and I think that that makes for a very interesting debate. Yeah, I think that, I mean, obviously you're entitled to your opinion, you're entitled to, you have the freedom to do what you want. But at the same time, I think it also is up to a country's government to make the decision on whether someone who does not abide by that rule should be allowed to a specific place, which I also think is their right to do so. So it goes both ways. Also, I think with a lot of vaccines, since there is skepticism with vaccines, see, if it was a vaccine for something different, then that's a different debate. But we've seen the pandemic. We've all lived through this now for almost two and a half years. So we've all like, we faced the adverse effects of this. We've, you know, everyone knows what a big deal this is. The world has literally stopped for two years because the vaccine is in context of COVID. It depends on how relevant it is or it isn't, right? Yeah. With that, we'll take a short break and we'll be right back on new skids on the block. Welcome back to New Skids on the Block, where we bring to you all the top news stories for the week. I'm your co-co-host for today. If you get it, you get it. Um, and I'll be passing it on to Kavya, who will be telling us about a very interesting medical development in the world of, well, medicine. Yeah, so it was a medical first when doctors managed to transplant the heart of a pig into a human patient um, when they were really trying desperately to save his life in a Maryland hospital in the US. Right now, he's doing okay, but it's only three days after the surgery, so we won't be able to tell the long-term effects of it and whether it really does work. But even then, it does mark a big step in um, this quest to find out whether animal organs can really save humans and can be used in transplants to save lives. So the patient was a 57-year-old man by the name of David Bennett, um, and he knew that there was obviously not a guarantee that the experiment would work and not a, uh, like, that it was not confirmed that the experiment would work, but he was on his deathbed and literally he had no choice because he was not eligible for a human heart transplant. And I think this opened so many new doors for people like like him who aren't capable of getting a human organ transplant. This really show, If this works, it's a really, really huge revelation for humans. There's also a huge shortage of human organs that are donated for transplants. So if we do figure out a way to use animal organs instead, it um, will obviously be a big discovery yeah kavya for sure um i think this like you said opens a lot of doors to medicine um see organ transplants are something that happen because it is a matter of life and death and if um a procedure like this can be replicated to save multiple people's lives then i think that you know it is definitely a huge step in the medical world whether that's whether the long-term effects of that are good or not good We'll see. But for now, it is. Um, The next story that we have for you today is about the elections in India. So the the election commission has announced the dates for polls in five states, which will be held between February 10th and March 7th. These include these states are Uttar Pradesh, Manipur, Punjab, Uttarakhand and Goa. Um, And in view of the Omicron sort of variant and all of this stuff going on around us, the election commission also decided that there will be no roadshow, padhyatra, cycle, bike vehicle rally or procession, basically just any kind of physical um, rally until January 15th, which is this Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But yeah, this is uh, interesting. Uh, recent, I think there were like 19 cases in the EC itself, like, and they held meetings with the Union Health Secretary and members of the COVID task force. Um, and the EC has stressed a lot of importance on speeding up the vaccination programs, especially in the pole-bound states. Um, this will sort of help 
you know, to ensure that people are participating in the elections and voting, but also stop the surge of COVID. Um, the Congress decided to take a virtual campaign route. Um, so like they, they've created green rooms where uh, virtual rallies will be addressed by leaders, according to India Today, being set up in 10 Janpat. Um, and the official residence of Congress president, basically the point is that they will be setting up these green rooms where people can give their bhashans and um, start to look at the elections. Um, they've also, uh, Punjab, just the Punjab chief minister also just said that now, you know, till now we were only a working government, but now we would like to start talking about the election. And the home minister, Amit Shah, appealed to people to elect a government that contributes to the progress of their state as well as their country. Um, also a clarification, January 15th is a Saturday. Um, with that, we'll take a short break and we'll be right back after the break. Welcome back. You're listening to News Kids on the Blog. I'm your co-co-host for today, Kavya. And um, I will hand it over to Anya to tell us about some team selections for women's sports. So, um, yeah, okay. The point is, so this story is basically about um, some really interesting things that have happened in the world of women's sports, especially wherein they announced, um, firstly, the 23-member team for the Women's Asia Cup, which will be held across three venues in Maharashtra. Um, and and Ashalata Devi is most probable to be leading the team. Of course, there are also veteran players like Aditi Chauhan and Dalima Chiver who will be in the team. The Indian uh, team currently has about 15 players who are under the age of 25, which means that we are a relatively young squad. Um, and, you know, the coach also said that, that the team is taking a one game at a time approach. Um, so this is exciting and we look forward to this tournament. The other squad that was announced is the Women's Cricket World Cup 2022. Um, of course, it comes as no surprise that Mitali Raj will be leading the squad. Um, they will be playing their first World Cup fixture against Pakistan on 6th March 2022 um, in New Zealand. And before that, they will, from 11th February, they will be playing a five-match ODI series. They haven't really played a match since they played South Africa here. Some interesting sort of points that weren't there was uh, Shikha Pandey and Jemima Rodriguez. She was an opener and then she played in the middle order as well, were exempted from the team list along with Poonam Rath, who said that, you know, it was disappointing, especially when she's performed consistently and has been a part of the team for a long time to be left out, but she wishes the team good luck. Like I mentioned, Mitali Raj will be at the top of it. Um, the vice captain, Harman Preet Kaur, will be there. Our opener, Smriti Mandana, um, and the love of my life, Shafali Varma, as well as, of course, Julian Goswami. So it'll be, um, and of course, like all of these other players, but I think these are the ones to like look out for because they've, always performed so i have a lot of hopes for india at the world cup like i think this is it like finally like we can do it and yeah kavya do you want to wrap it up with the last story yeah and i think it's gonna end this episode on a very high note but also um so a thief was recently caught in guwahati assam after he took a break in the middle of a robbery to just casually stop and make himself a bowl of khichdi According to reports, the thief started cooking at night and then his presence was found by the neighbors who alerted the police and that is how he was caught. But I think it's just the, what was he, what was going through his mind? Like, I'm, I'm here, I'm robbing, I'm stealing stuff from people, but you know, I'm a little hungry. I'm just gonna, you know, stop and like make myself a bowl of khichdi, you know? 
ஒரு <laughs> um inspiration carry maggi noodles instead yeah, don't yeah, carry maggi noodles in the bag exactly in your bag exactly your duffel bag and you'll be ready to go yeah that's all we have for you today thank you for tuning into new skits on the block we will catch you next week hopefully trivik is back by then and stay safe if you like this episode don't forget to check out other episodes on the ivm network and you can stream these episodes on spotify and the IVM website and whatever else you get your IVM podcast from you can also follow us on socials we are at IVM podcast that's at the rate IVM P-O-D-C-A-S-T See Trevak even when you're not here we're honoring you Okay bye 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 Don't forget to do your homework Bye